This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, after a very brief pre-podcast meeting of which I heard the words penis, eating, and drinking, and uh, whacking it, we can start. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I He's do have Al. a story for you. Right off the bat, I wanted to get into this. Why have any pleasantries? Let's just chat. Uh, right off the bat, I just, I'm so excited about this story, Jerry. It comes out of Vietnam, which we don't get a lot of news from Vietnam for the no, podcast. I would think not. But this story comes out of Vietnam. A man was uh, having an affair with a woman. That woman's uh, husband caught them and uh, chopped this man's penis off. Oof. In Vietnam. Oof. Well, a relatives of the man whose penis was cut off, they found it uh, a short ways away. The guy chopped it off and threw it. His family found it and took it to uh, the hospital to get it reattached. This is no lie, Jerry. The man, the doctor who reattached the penis to this gentleman, this doctor's name is Dr. Van Dong. And that's what I needed to get out to you immediately. Dr. Van Dong. That's right. Dr. Van Dong in Vietnam attaching penises. Great job by him. He says the patient's condition is stable, but it will take some days to learn if the function returns to the victim's genitalia. I would say pretty much if your penis gets cut off and they were able to reattach it, just be be happy to be alive. Yes, I would agree. I would say... You will have to be doing work on women. They will not be doing anything to you for the rest of your life. Probably not. It will not be reciprocated. I but always, just be lucky to be alive, And Jerry. we've heard stories like this before. We have? And sure we have. Penis right? was stories? Was it Lorena Bobbitt? Yeah. Right? Was her, right? We have heard these stories before. And people find the penis and they put it on ice and then, you know, they get them to the hospital. I'm with you, though. How? All right. Let, let's take this in sequence. Number one, how exactly... Is someone getting close enough to you to A, grab your penis, B, keep you from punching them, mm-hmm. C, slicing it off with precision? I mean, we've done these stories before. The average penis is six inches. Right. Okay. And if the and guy it's was actually five and a half. And if the guy was scared of we've this got happening, he might be like a look like an egg corn. The other part of this would be. How do they not bleed to death? Yes, I don't know. 
If I could get Dr. Van Dong on the podcast, I would, Jerry, but I have no idea what time it is in Vietnam, nor do I know what the country code is to try to reach him. You think Van Dong is like Smith here in uh, America? Like there's a lot of Van Dongs? Is it Van Dong or Dong? A Van Dong. His name is, uh, it's it's that name which I see in foreign countries sometimes that's spelled his first name, N G. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Oh, Wynn. And his last name is, oh, that's how you pronounce that, Wynn? Yeah, well, there so, was a player on the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yes. His name was Dat Wynn. That's yes, how you yes. pronounce that. And I actually met him, believe it or not, at the Super Bowl in New Orleans and shared a couple of bus rides with is him. Is that right? Yes, he's a uh, talk show host in Texas somewhere. And he uh, does, you know, he's like a, a sports guy. So then this uh, doctor's name is Wynn Van Dong. Win Van Dong. Also a popular game show over there. Is that the prize? Yes. Where you win the dong? That's correct. Or is that the name of the show, like the gong show? It's not clear here. I don't, <laughs> not sure. But I know that this guy does great work. Apparently so. Well, that is ironic. Yes, he uh, did a good job. So I don't what? think his specialty, though, is reattaching penises. No. He just happened to be the doctor on duty. Right. You got you to gotta imagine that was spur of the moment. No a training for that, Jerry. Right. I wouldn't think a lot of guys come in with their penises cut off. Nope. Does not happen very often. I would not think so. So we go from Vietnam, Jerry. This is more like my world news segment here. We go from bum, Vietnam bum, bum, bum. to Korea to the United States. Now, you love like when companies I think buy... I Vietnam. No, Vietnam was where the penis story was from. Where, what's Korea. Korea is a, a different uh, country. I know that. <laughs> I have, no, that's my next story. Involves Korea. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> and the United States. You thought I thought Vietnam was in Korea? No, okay. I, I didn't know where Korea fit in. Oh, I see. It's my next story coming right up here. Got it. There's a thing called, uh, what is this thing called, Jerry? Twitch. Would you love this? Amazon bought Twitch for $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's not the story. I'm just giving you a back. What is Twitch? I'm just giving you the background. Twitch. You, do you wh- know what this is before you read this? I did not know what it was before I read it. Okay. Upon reading it, it appears that Twitch oh. is for like video gamers. Okay. To watch other video gamers play video games, which is a big thing for some reason. It is. I see my kids on uh, the uh, uh, what's it called? They love watching uh, Minecraft. Yes, and learning how to build cities right. and different things. That guy with that British accent, I've heard made a fortune by putting these videos out and putting the sponsors on because millions of kids watch the videos. Yes. Well, I guess adults do as well, and that's what this Twitch is all about. Okay. Which Amazon bought for 1 billion dollars, then decided right. we have to find other things to do with Twitch. Well, something that is very popular in Korea on Twitch, they're counting on to be popular here in the United States on Twitch, and that is watching people eat. I believe it. Wasn't that a fe- wasn't that a video fetish service that you could buy? But that was for to watch fat people eat. This is just to watch social eating. So. The one you're talking about, the woman was trying to become the largest person in the country or the world. She was trying to become the fattest, and guys were paying to watch her eat, like, cupcakes and things. Right. Because she was very large. And, and had, like, a monthly membership. Yeah. But that, that was for people that had, like, a fetish for watching large women stuff their faces. This is watching social eating. In other words, something similar to this is be like if uh, later on at lunchtime you hopped on Periscope 
and you uh, was just periscoping you eating your lunch. Right. So how are they going to get people to partake in this? Am I, I guess that means if someone has this, that I, I could be eating at McDonald's and someone could just be videoing me and put it out there? Well, you would be videoing yourself on your Twitch channel. Oh, I see. And then see. people would this, watch your channel. This isn't like, a voyeur thing where someone has taken video of me. No, no, no. Not knowing. This is you going, hey, I'm going to have lunch. I'm going to do it on Twitch and I'll let people watch me and interact with me. Can I get paid for that? There was a woman, uh, that I'm not sure. Oh, there, what's the point then? I'm sure someone's getting paid. Yeah, Twitch. There was a woman in a room of uh, 20 people watching her eat soup. What was she wearing? So it's your regular clothing. Hmm. So the guy who owns Twitch says that does sound ridiculous, but it clearly is popular in Korea. Why wouldn't people here watch it? He said he didn't think anyone would watch people play video games. And you know how many downloads on the Google Play Store? Not on the, this isn't. That Twitch has? Yes, this isn't Apple. Okay. I'm not even getting into those downloads. This is Google Play Store downloads. How many? Over 10 million. Should we get a Twitch channel wherein we're eating? I think we should come up with, I'm serious, the most ridiculous concept and put an app out. That's what I think. That's what I think. What do you think of that? Well, like something. uh, I don't know. If you really wanted to do it, we need to have a concept meeting. Okay. Where we sit down together, and let's be honest, the two of us have time. We do. And we have great ideas. We have ideas. We sit down, and we literally bounce ideas off one another until we come up with one that we both like. And then we produce it, and let's do it. See what happens. All right. It could be, forget about making money. It could be fun. You know, that's the thing I always have with Eddie. Eddie is, you know, a lunatic with, you know, the Ralph Cramden. It's not always about that. So he thinks not about getting rich. He thinks you have a lot of get rich quick ideas. Of which I've acted on one in my entire, well, two in my entire life. It's not like I've created 7,000 businesses and none have worked. That's not true. I have a lot of ideas just like everybody does. No one has more than the guy we work with. Craigie. Correct. And he acts on almost all of them. Which is great. But then he loses interest in them Correct. pretty quickly. Because in a lot of cases, again, it's not about making money. It's fun. I think if we had an app, I think it'd be fun. I don't know what that app would be. It could be fun. I might download this Twitch just to see what's going on with it. See if would it you sparks really? It. Well, just to see if it sparks any ideas to watch for us. people play video games? No, I want to see. They're they're looking for content for other things. Oh, I got it. So I want to see if any if they're doing like this person eating, watching this uh, woman eat soup. Got it. Okay. So I also may try it out on Periscope myself one of these days. Maybe I'll just eat dinner with the audience in my Basking Ridge condo when I eat alone, like my salmon. You know, there are, there have been from time to time. Not often, but okay. from time to time. Every once the, in a while. In the last, you've been on Twitter for four years now, five At years, least, something like that. At least, probably five years. In the past five years, uh, and my wife is on Twitter, but not active. She just, whatever, just watches her feed when she looks at it. She never posts a thing. Um, there's a, from time to time... I'll get, I was a little weirder than I thought, isn't he? Really? When you will post strange either photos mm-hmm. or you will post a strange Periscope video. Yes. I'm betting this would be one. Me eating. Oh, I'm look, thinking Al's of doing Oh, look, on Periscope. Uh, Jerry, uh, what is he doing? He's eating salmon. Yeah, he's eating salmon in his, in his condo. And then Why? I wouldn't take questions. I don't know because he's bored. Yeah. He's bored. I might do that. Yeah, I Maybe. have an idea at about 4 o'clock uh, this afternoon. Al will be eating salmon uh, live on Periscope. Or I was thinking of this. Snack time with Al. I have a couple cashews and I turn on the Periscope. How about snail time? 
Snail time? Snail time. Snail time. Not snail. There's no I in it. Snail time. Snail time. Snacks and owl. Snacks and Snail time. It's like peanut peanut butter and jelly. All right, I might try Snacks this later. I might have a snack with you on Paris. Not with you because we'll be in different homes. I've got uh, better things to do. By the way, I think the show has slipped. This one? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. You remember years back, National Milkshake Day, what would we have in here? Milkshakes. All right, what happened last week that we did not even acknowledge? I don't, I don't National know. National Milkshake Day. Remember, I showed you Oh, yes, protein yeah, shake, yeah. Right? How about today? Do you remember years ago there was the uh, the fat of the donut on a burger? Remember that? Yes. Story? And what did we have in that day? Donuts on a and uh, we burgers all, on a donut. When we all enjoyed it. It was awesome. The donuts were the bun. It was fantastic, yes. right? All these things happen, and we were always on top of it. You know what today was? We were cutting edge. National Double Cheeseburger Day. National, so you How expect- is it possible that we did not have double cheeseburgers from Wendy's or Burger King McDonald's. or McDonald's or somewhere? Right. And what are we doing? You know what? I, here's what the problem. Every day there's something that's kind of silly, and then it ruins a real thing like Double Cheeseburger Day. Well, today's also National Linguini Day. We could have done See, that. Exactly. Burgers with linguini? I'll tell you this, if tomorrow was National Salmon Day, you'd bring that fish crap in tomorrow and make us eat it. If it was Fusilli Day, I would make a Fusilli Jerry Recca. What is that all about? I don't understand that. What you does didn't that understand mean? when no. I wanted to make a... I tweeted out a, a a packaging of Fusilli. I got that. And I said that to promote the podcast, I was going to make a Fusilli Jerry Recca. I don't understand. I still don't get it. That was a, a Seinfeld episode where Kramer made... remember that. Kramer made a Fusilli Jerry he made a, a Jerry Seinfeld caricature out of Fusilli pasta. I don't remember. I feel like I've seen them all. I yeah. don't remember that. That okay. was the one that involved the, the the doctor, the ass man, who had the uh, oh, vanity yeah, yeah. plates. With the license plates. Yeah. The ass man. Yeah. And, oh, I believe and Kramer had the car, and he was the ass man He was the while. ass man. Uh, he also made the Fusilli that Jerry. Was in that? Yeah, because George's dad, I believe, fell into the Fusilli Jerry, and it went right up his butt. Oh, that's right. Now, all right. Now I remember. You, you know, it went right over my Jerry. head. Right over my head. So, okay, now I get it now. Yeah, that's a Fusilli Jerry. You and your Fusilli. And then, Fusilli. Jerry, we... Said that uh, ten times. Fusilli. 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 And then we knew this was coming. Uh, front page of the newspapers. We talked about yes. this the other day. Unbelievable. The New York City is removing the free internet browsers from the Wi-Fi kiosks on the street. Because the homeless people were masturbating All right, now, while watching pornography. I said this to you the other day mm-hmm. when, when you pointed one out to me when we were walking. The whole time I always thought you were going to, even if it was a small nominal fee, I always thought you were going to have to pay something for this. Just like you had to pay, put a quarter in. It's a cheap fee, but you had to put a quarter in to use the pay phone. Yes. I never understood why there was no fee attached to it. And the point of that is, is if it's free... Anybody's can do whatever they want on it. Right. How did someone not think that this was a possibility? Just like if a phone call was free, you don't think they would have been calling one nine hundred right spanking or something. One nine hundred spanking. I'm gonna write that down in case that's not taken. It's a business idea. One nine hundred spanking. Spank it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. And uh, here's the other thing I, I thought about: is that people, no matter how little money someone has. They will purchase a phone before food. Yes. Everybody's got a phone. Everyone has a phone. Everybody has a phone. Like, before you would get food and shelter, yes. you will have a phone. Yeah, you have to be connected. 
Got to be connected. Got to be connected. So everyone has a phone at this yep. point. We didn't need these kiosks. Correct. It was just a welcome spot for people to... Apparently masturbate. Jacket to while on the streets of New York. I mean... Could you imagine, Jerry, being able to even become aroused sitting on a street? That impossible. No, I, I couldn't actually. My brain would not allow that. And people just... Want, but some people are very aroused by that. Oh, by public, the, the yeah. danger of... Uh, Sure, people like to be performers. <laughs> street? Would you think that guy calls himself a street performer? <laughs> he should. <laughs> I'm a street taking... performer. Exactly. Jerry, there's a new rock and roll fantasy camp that has members of Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots. Hmm. Are you aware of like what a rock and roll fantasy camp is? Is that something like the baseball fantasy yes. camp where you go play with like older players and? Port St. Lucie in Tampa, something. Is it really? Yeah, but it says if you're if you play an instrument, you would go to this rock and roll fantasy camp and you get to jam and play songs with members of a lot of times it's classic rock bands. That's cool. This is uh, Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots. Would you are you interested in any type of fantasy camp? No. Like baseball you wouldn't be interested in? No. Football fantasy camp where you're running patterns and Dak Prescott's throwing you down and outs. No, probably not. You're, Honestly, no, I don't think so. You're covering Des Bryant on a long ball. No, if you told me, I here's what I would be interested in. If you told me I could go play four rounds of golf at Pebble Beach with Phil Mickelson. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. Golf fantasy yes, camp. Yes, that I would do. I absolutely would do that. If, you, if I got to pick, let's say you gave you 30 golfers that probably were going to be paid handsomely to do it, and I got to pick 30 golfers to spend, you know, four consecutive days with four different golfers, oh, Absolutely. But it can't be like the huge golfers. Like this rock and roll fantasy camp doesn't have Bruce Springsteen. Okay. But so, it'd be it'd be named name golfers that were very good in their day. They haven't been in the limelight for a while. All right, so I could play a round of golf with Chi Chi Rodriguez. Yes. Yes, I would do that. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. I loved Chi Chi Rodriguez. Yeah, I think he's still alive. He would know. do that move yes. when he would uh, where he would putt and Sure. Sh- if I could do it with him, that would be kind of cool, right? That'd be fun. If that doesn't Greg exist, Norman. if that doesn't already exist, it should. You got to get on that as yeah. a business. There's the business. We link hack golfers to former pros. Yes, and the former pros who, let's be honest, did not hit it big like these guys do. I'm sure wouldn't mind a couple extra paychecks. Right. Great. Fantasy. Fantasy golf, golf consultants. Fantasy golf consultants. We FGC. put gc.com and we put the trips together. Oh where you God. go to Pebble Beach. That right there. You want to talk about a dream business idea? That's it. You would love to do that. But why wouldn't I? Right. How much fun would that be traveling to these awesome places? Like, how about this? You get a weekend at St. Andrews. Well, whoever. You play with Jesper Parnovic. Awesome. Right, because bougie guys have money to spend. Or he's made too much money. Yes. Guys, guys, guys that are golfers. And they pee it away like right. it's water because they can and they're doing it to have fun and there's nothing wrong with that and that is awesome where all right rewind it i don't want anyone hearing this can all we, right cut this all out cut this out edit it all out i'll do Jerry's. this 50 50 with you okay you have the contacts i mean honestly you have you know where to go I have to some. track these guys down who are trying to make 1500 dollars pushing a hair product right if we told them listen three rounds of golf for a weekend We'll give you $8,000. And put you up in a beautiful hotel. You don't think they? a lot of these guys yeah. would do it? These guys in their 50s they and 60s? In. Seriously, rewind this. Do you think there would ever be a, a chance where there'd be radio fantasy camp? Yes. Where someone would spend the day with Hun- you doing updates and no things? Qu- 
Well, there there was a company, and I don't know if they're still around, uh, where, remember Lou Rufino? He still works with Imus, actually, yes. but we worked with him at the fan. He was the board op before Imus. Yeah. And it's, what is it called when you're um, a mentoring program? It was a camp, it wasn't a camp, it was a business, it was a broadcast mentoring business to where you paid a significant amount of money to literally shadow Lou or whoever they picked. They called me once if I would do it, and I was literally, I was full-time doing overnight updates with Joe for like eight months. I was not comfortable asking Mark or Eric if I could have this person come to work with me twice a week for nine weeks, and I was getting paid for it. And the idea was to show him what happens, what it's like, and then midway through, he would have to, he was never going to be on the air, but he would start doing what I'm doing. And so he would learn how to write and do updates. There was a guy that was interested that wanted to become a, a radio anchor. And I didn't do it. But stuff like that exists. Now, that's for a career. Right. But if you told me, the problem with that, though, is in a lot of cases, the guys doing radio are still working. Right. They As wouldn't a, be fantasies. Right. The fantasies for the retired Guys, you, right? You would have to find a guy that wants to go do an online show with someone that's going to pay a lot to do a show with him, right? So it'd be like Craig retires next week, and next year you could do fantasy broadcasting camp with Craig Carton, and you pay twenty thousand dollars for three months, and for three months you do a show with Craig for two hours a day, five days a week, and Craig gets twenty eight thousand dollars, and you get two. But what about a podcast or fantasy camp? I think that's possible. Where we set that up. We get other pod like we get like Mark Marin, Adam Carolla. Who's Mark Marin? Mark Marin does the uh, WTF podcast. Very it was one of the most popular podcasts. I don't know what that is. Uh WTF stands for what the F. I know I know I know what that means. Oh, okay. That part you knew. I'm not aware of that podcast. Uh, it's a very good, very in depth interview podcast. So he has one person on a week, very in depth interview. He had President Obama on a couple months really? ago. Yeah, well, he got the he got the president. I'd say he's getting more than a couple hundred hits. He is. He's doing very well for himself. So we would get that guy, Fantasy Camp. We could do that. You and I, podcaster Fantasy Camp. We could definitely do that. All right. By the way, I would be interested to see how many people would want to come in and do a show with us. A podcast? Is it more or less than 12? Uh, I'm going to say more than, tw- we would get more than 12. You think so? Mm-hmm. That would want to pay for the time to do, because there would be expenses involved. Right. We would have to have a little, I'm not doing it in your condo. And oh, you don't not want my condo. You don't know coming okay. to your condo. That's fair. So we would have to have a space. Studio space. You got to have the equipment. I've got all the equipment. Shut up, Al. We'd have to get oh, the equipment. Oh, we got to get to, there's going to be an expense involved right, in that. Take that part got out it. when you take I'll out the golf this stuff. as well. You got to have the equipment. Mm-hmm. And now you got to—I mean—you got to pay to do it, right? We love everybody, but we're not doing it for nothing. You're right, Jerry. You think more than twelve? Yes. I think we should put together a free website and put that together. See how many people want to do right. it, and then we'll get it done. I'm sure some those that are interested will hit you up on Twitter just to let us know. Let me know that they're interested at Jerry Recco or at Al's Boring Tweets. Yes. If there's more than ten or twelve people, we'll do it for podcasting would you, fantasy. Seriously, I would do it. Would you do that? I would. For okay. podcasting fantasy camp. Yes. Perfect. Beautiful. Love it. All right, Jerry. Boy, we were really putting ourselves out there today. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Well, you well, you got a row, you got a I got a lunch it? meeting actually. With who? Uh one of the guys that um that I book some of the guests through nice. with where like the bigger name guests come through with a product that they're pitching. Could you find out if they got any golfers? I will. I I, I in fact I I think they may have golfers because we almost had a golfer. We, I think this is where I got the, who's that golfer we had in here a couple weeks Jim ago? Jim Furyk. Jim Furyk. Who's that golfer? Is he available for golf fantasy camp? <laughs> if that would, dude, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> what are we going to call it again? 
F- I don't want to call it fantasy golf camp. Fantasy golf weekend. That would be. There it is. FGW. And we could have like a sexy woman go, who's your fantasy? Golf fantasy, that is. You just took it in a weird direction. <laughs> I mean, we're not promising these guys women at night on their fantasy No, I'm weekends. just saying it's double golf. entendre fantasy. You get a couple of meals. Golf. You wake up early. You play another round. You're on your own after that. Got it. We're not providing any type we of services not. like that. No, no, no. All right. Are you in for this? Yes, 50-50. I'm in. 50-50. Yes. We work it together. Okay, I'm in. All right. I'm going to start on this. All right. I like this a lot. All right. Maybe Amazon will buy us buy for, us like for a, a billion well, dollars. Say a million dollars. One of my Austin mm. Powers. A billion dollars. <laughs> One million. Right. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. See you. Oh, don't go anywhere. Oh. The warm-up is uh, coming up right now from 545 this morning. Adios. So The Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right. Thanks, Zach. Uh, Boomer and Carton coming up in 15 minutes or so. What is up, Al? How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. So yesterday, uh, the it was a gorgeous day. I mean, it was beautiful yesterday, right? And for some reason, and somehow, this massive black clouds found its way over Yankee Stadium for not one, but two rain delays. And in the end, I want to play a clip for you, and then uh, I'm going to relate it to you. This is partly how, now the Yankees uh, were already down a run in the ninth inning, but this this made it 2 nothing. Here's the 2-2. Grounded back to Batances. The runner's coming home. Terrible throw home. He threw it back to the screen. So that's John Sterling on the fan. And I'm watching this game. Now, Dylan Batances has had this issue before uh, when he's got a short out, throwing a first or home, whatever the case may be. And if you saw this, he threw the ball maybe eight feet <laughs> over the catcher's head, and they score an extra run. And I immediately start thinking of you pitching at Yankee Stadium unable to throw a strike. Right. And my question to you is, do you think, because you have experience with this, that that is now in Dylan Batance's head? Yes. The problem is, is when they're, yeah, when it's too short a throw and you have time to think. You're dead. A man alone with his thoughts will always lose, Jerry, to his thoughts. So it's never think, react. Right. Which is why I moved from pitching in softball to third base. I don't have time to think the ball is there before you can think about it. Make a play. So when a ball, when Batances has that ball, it's an easy toss. That's why even when when there's a comebacker to the pitcher and he's going to go to first base, some of the pitchers will kind of jog over there themselves. Yeah, Yeah, because they don't want to airmail it into the first row. Well, John Lester refuses to throw over to first base. I mean, I guess he does from time to time. But he will not pick a player off at first base because he's afraid he's going to throw it down the liner in the stands. Right. It's real. It's like Mackie Sasser throwing the ball back to the pitcher. Uh, was it was it Knobloch that had that trouble too from second Knobloch, base yes. to first base? So yes, uh, it was just interesting that I started thinking of you while watching the Yankee game. The Yankees did lose to the Dodgers yesterday, two nothing. He should have underhanded it. Uh, he could have done that, and he would have gotten the out. And did you see Jerry that Yasiel Puig met with a, a young Dodger fan uh, yesterday, uh, the day before, or two days before, whatever it was? He um he. He tried to do a good thing. He saw a Dodger fan in the crowd, and at the end of the inning, he threw a ball up there, and uh, it, it knocked the girl's tooth out. Yeah, and gave her a fat lip. Well, good. Well, not good for him, but good for him. Good for, for doing her. What you he were did. saying no. Oh, good for him for doing what he did. For doing the right thing. You're going and sin- Yes. Yeah, and then she got a great photo for her Twitter. Awesome. W- with uh, Yasiel Puig. 
for knocking her tooth out. I always wonder, because a lot of times guys will, uh, as an inning's over, they will turn and blindly just throw a ball. And you always wonder, are the people even paying attention? And in this case, I don't know if she was or she wasn't, if she just missed it. But obviously, she lost her tooth. She said she did see the ball coming at her, and uh, she didn't catch it, and it hit her right in the face. See, that's sad. That is sad. You know, I caught a foul ball. Recently. (laughs) Yes, I'm just kidding. You did. But I wonder that. Like, you think about those screaming line drives that go in the crowd. Yeah. That's not knocking people's teeth out. I don't understand how more people don't get hurt at games. I really don't. I mean, so many. forget, Forget the baseballs. How about when a bat goes flying into the crowd? Right, that I don't understand. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's absurd. Now, Jerry, tonight, uh, Jets-Bills. Yes. And it's the first game that's going to be on Twitter. Yes, CBS2, NFL Network, and Twitter. So there's plenty of places to watch this game. Explain this to me, because I don't understand. If I log on to Twitter, how am I seeing the Jets and Bills? Well, there will be a link on Twitter. Or you can actually just go right to uh, TNF for Thursday Night Football. TNF.Twitter.com. Okay. And stream it there. Or if you're on your Twitter app, you can find, I guess they're going to be constantly tweeting this link to the game. So it's not really on Twitter. It's no, it'll Twitter be on... has the rights and they're just putting a link out there. Yeah, but then like when you click on it, you'll be watching it on your Twitter app. And can you still post comments? While you're on Twitter? Yeah. I believe so, somehow. You're not sure, though? I'm not sure, though, Jerry. Right, I'm so going to confidently say, yes, definitely. You'll able, be able to tweet away. And is it blacked out in New York and in Buffalo on Twitter like it would be? Like, you can't stream baseball games in New York if it's the Yankees or the Mets if the game's on TV. Can you stream this game on Twitter in New York and Buffalo? You're not sure. These are questions I don't have answers to, Jerry. <laughs> I, you I think clear you it up probably can because it's on regular. Al has no idea. I have ideas, uh, Eddie. I know everything about Twitter. Well, I tweet I... away my most of my day. The Twitter uh, metrics or whatever you do. Yeah. Twitter analytics. analytics. Twitter analytics. He's very big into the Twitter analytics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You could also watch it. It's on. A, but the problem with these things is whenever I try to watch anything live on my telephone, it never works. Well, it's also delayed too isn't it when something is streaming live as opposed to just going to channel two and watching it you're not seeing it at the same right it's got to be eight nine seconds behind so it's very difficult to actually watch it keep up with it and see the comments being posted you could find a touchdown a guy might post hey you know whatever uh fitzpatrick to marshall great score and they're just lining up at the line of scrimmage so I don't know that it's an easy thing to do yeah and twitter will also be posting uh, highlights immediately as they happen They'll be okay. in your feed, Jerry. Well, NFL, uh, NFL.com does that, too. Is that right? Yes. So I'm not sure how this is... Different. It's just a different platform to watch it, really, is Why what do it people want to watch things on their phone versus your big screen TV? I have no idea. Unless it's just the fact that it's mobile and you're active and you're out and you can watch it when you're at the mall with your wife or out to dinner. I don't know. So, I, I have no idea. I don't do it. So I don't know. And you have the MLB app, but you watch that on your television. Yeah, because you put it your big off screen. your phone through the Chromecast, or if you have the app on one of the smart TVs, it's there like it's a cable subscription. And it's really good. And it doesn't, it very very rarely freezes. It's like a regular broadcast. You have all these different choices. So if you want to watch the Dodgers playing in L.A. against the Giants, you can watch Vin Scully 
Or if you want to watch, if you're a Giant fan, you can watch the uh, the Giants feed. It gives you all the different choices. And I believe, I don't know if you can do this live, but because I haven't done it, but when you go back and watch games, you can watch it with the radio overlay. So if you want to watch the video and listen live with the radio broadcasters, you can do that too. So there's a lot of good different things you can do with the MLB app. And Boomer was wondering, is it the same announcers on Twitter as it is CBS? Doesn't it have to be? Yeah, it's all one one group. I would think it's so. It's Phil Sims. Hey, the, the thing that's gone on, I saw these articles in the paper about Rex and Rob Ryan and how there was a documentary, I guess, following them. Um, and there are articles talking about, how, hey, look, Rex is using his favorite word again. It begins with F and ends with, right? Why is this a story? The fact that a football coach or any coach, and I don't mean... I don't mean youth coaches. NFL coaches. Right. That curse. they curse. Yeah, they do make a big deal of it every, Why? every year at the hard, during hard knocks. But that's what it is. I mean, my God, you go back to high school, any high school football field, most in America, you're going to hear these words. Every college field, you're going to hear these words. So why would an NFL coach has a, you know, an expletive laced tirade? Why is that a story? Why do we care about it? Because it's sort of what naughty, Jerry. How? It happens. Go spend five minutes, hide under a cubicle, and just keep your ears open in the FAN newsroom. You'll hear the same words. You can hear me while I'm screening the phone calls during Boomer and Carton. Hide in the control room with you and Eddie. I I just don't understand why this is an article or a story. I guess maybe because it's Rex. It's Rex and the Rex bravado. It's stupid is what it is. That's what it is. Anyway, we'll take a quick timeout. Boomer and Carton are coming up next uh, I would say Al's got an interesting story about your favorite quarterback, Tom Brady, in a moment coming up on The Fans. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, quickly, just wrapping this thing up before we get you to Boomer and Carton. Dodgers did beat the Yankees by the score of 2-0. Huge series in Boston does begin tonight with Tanaka. The Mets did lose to the Nationals 1-0. I have a feeling we'll be talking about Jay Bruce a little bit this morning. Mets twins over the weekend. Uh, the big thing for the Mets is you got St. Louis playing San Francisco over the weekend starting tonight. And just to wrap it up, Al, this uh, story about Tom Brady, we knew he ate well. Well, these latest claims are a little bit crazy. Yeah, he, he talked to New York Magazine. Well, the, whoever went to uh, his house, which they got to go to his house for this thing, they said he has a lot of Ugg boots laying all over the house. But then he claimed to never eat a strawberry. I don't buy it for a second. You have to have bitten into a strawberry at some point in you your gotta life. You got to know Tom Brady, though, to understand this. This is actually could be true. You're telling me Tom Brady at nine years old never had a strawberry. Could right. be true. No Actually, way. yes, yes, it could be no, true. I don't yes. believe it. Like it did you see his uh, the combine photos? Yeah, he looks the yeah. guy that wasn't worried about what he was eating. Right, he looked uh, mushy. Let me just tell you he he's a little. He's, Tom Brady at 38 is not the same there, as the he's Tom a, Brady at 10. He's a little out there, boys. Please. Yeah, Eddie makes a great point. He grew up in California. She's fresh, had a terrible influence on his life. Let's fresh food, everything. I don't know that well, terrible know influence that. is like Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. <laughs> what a right. terrible influence that is. He's right. miserable in his personal life and Must playing be. his best what football. Mean, she's in his making later thirty ages. million a year. It's not about money. Doesn't buy happiness, Boomer. Are we doing the food thing again? Because aren't you going to cut your diet on October first? I already started. He had pizza yesterday. Tell me. You started well, hold on. Your rat, Wait, dude. time out. What rat? You he did it in front of us all. Pizza. You ordered four pizzas, I, then you, you had a buffalo. Pizza. And then you had wings, wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. So when did it start? When you huh? woke up this morning? What happened? When did it you just said it started already? Yeah, today. Oh, so Every it, day's a new day, Jerry. So you're on for you've gone for about an hour. 
No, I started six actually. How many? Uh, how many? How many, uh, how many double bubbles do we have in our mouth today? Right now, one. Right, I'll have ten sugar. by the end of that's the show. Probably not the way you want to start. Sugar's not the problem. You guys all yeah. you guys attack sugar like sugar's the problem. Boomer and Carton next. Giants head coach Ben McAdoo joins Mike Francesa today at four thirty to talk about the big win in Dallas and the upcoming home opener against the New Orleans Saints. Then later on, we've got Yankees Red Sox baseball at seven ten with Yankees pregame. At 6.30. All this plus hourly chances to win Yankees tickets on Box Office Blitz Thursday here on your flagship station for Giants football and Yankees baseball. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.